Chapter 34, Irrational Expectations Things really could have gone on like that forever, I suppose. Hunting, hunting, hunting. It didn't matter. Running errands, going for this, searching for that, bringing forth a multitude of giant slugs, low-flying elephants, dragon's breath, rest, sleep, read a book. Not even that, not a book. Find a keg of dandelion beer, only the darkest keg shall do. Return to the billiard room, knock little balls into holes, didn't even know if anything was on TV anymore. It's like it didn't matter what I did between errands. I might as well hump the rug. For all it mattered, for all anyone cared, there was only the job. Fetch! It was like Jack. I didn't know if I wanted to take what he said literally. It was true. I lived for the errand, for the job. Nothing existed except when I was out and about seeking a boy named Charlie Brown. It didn't matter. A book on how to cook humans. It didn't matter. All I cared was that Del Morgan sent me after it. That's what mattered. That's when I lived. When I was free. When I existed. Which was what Jack had said. He didn't exist except when he was helping me. Not quite what he said, but close enough. Maybe he was just like me. Another slave. Another servant of the Empire. Waiting orders. Nothing to do between jobs. No life, no memory, no friends. It would explain a surly attitude. After our first meeting, he had turned sour. Maybe he was afraid to think he had found something. Someone like him, lost, alone, knowing nothing other than what was thrown at him, given no direction other than to succeed. You must find all other answers yourself. Maybe that was it. Escorting me, Jack had found the newcomer he had once been. How do you deal with that? It's like looking in the mirror and seeing yourself five minutes ago. That doesn't make sense. Okay, try this. You're watching a videotape of yourself from five years ago. Maybe it's somebody's wedding, party, practical joke. Who cares? It's not important. You're watching the video, watching yourself do something stupid, something that would make five bucks on that dumbest people video show, and you pull at your hair, watching yourself, muttering at the television, trying not to shout at yourself five years removed. Don't do that stupid thing you're about to do. If only you knew. If only I could warn you so you wouldn't embarrass yourself, so I wouldn't have to watch myself five years in the future groaning with memory, unable to do anything about the time I made a pass at my boss, not knowing the camera was rolling. Does that make sense? Maybe that's what Jack saw when he looked at me. Saw the him that had been. What could he tell me to protect me? Maybe the him before him had tried. Maybe he remembered how words had helped him not at all. Knowing what would happen to me, how do you react to that? That would explain the two Jacks, an answer to his lack of existence. I was the me on video, looking out of the television, blind to the me wishing I would zig instead of zag. My life was the job, the errand, searching for this, seeking that. Nothing else mattered, nothing lived between, not even thought. So I thought, when I thought, 
waiting, watching, thinking, wondering when something would happen. I would be free. Oh, yes, I hadn't changed. I still sought. I still looked for the key. The way I hadn't given up hope on my heart, it was still mine to find, even though Del Morgan had hidden it quite well. I would find it. I would have my life back, memory, existence. My very name would be mine again. I could wander the apartment when I wanted, where I wanted. I had no way to know if parts were hidden from me. I suspected they were. I knew that they were some places I had found. Others I could but search. All were places to find, explore, looking for my heart, wondering where Del Morgan had placed it. Perhaps she'd hidden it inside of Ramona's heart. That would explain why I didn't sense it. Consumed by Romana's need, her own muted yearning for what had once been hers, gone so long she'd forgotten it, couldn't even remember. Touch it, take it. Only beg me to return her life to its hiding place, far away and hidden from her, among stone and polished glass. I could wander the city if I wished, rent an apartment with stolen cash, trick people into talking to me. I still had that whole problem with not being able to speak. I could ride the bus. Hadn't returned to the train, no reason. Simply hadn't done so. For the same reason, I hadn't touched a car. I could drive. I knew I could. I simply hadn't done so in a long time. So I wandered the city, looking at things, people, places, cars, trucks, motorcycles, and more people saying nothing. That was between errands, of course. One day, I would simply wander into the city, leave it far behind, never return, find a spot of rock, small town, fountain pen, it mattered not, and I would stay there, saying nothing, speaking with no one, not even the sky. I would look to the sky, study the fields, the clouds, the stars. One day, I would even visit the ocean, maybe try and find a little stretch of beach before the great open sea. And one day soon after that, I would feel a pain in my chest, like someone had her fingers wrapped around my eyes. In my sleep, I wouldn't feel anything. Fingers constricting, driving inward, slimy, a ring on one finger, until muscle came. Nothing else would matter after that. That was Sunday. Today, I stood with Del Morgan in the billiard room. If I lost the game, she would give me something interesting to do. It's just I don't recall James Joyce ever writing a book called Lucifer's Widow. That's true, Del Morgan, not even looking at me, sizing up her first shot. So it's a biography, a book about Joyce, not written by him? No, you heard me right the first time. It's a book by him. Lucifer's Widow? Yes. I've never heard of it. Nobody has. So how do you know he wrote it? I never said that he did. Then who did? James Joyce. Listen, he never wrote it. Lucifer's Widow is a book that James Joyce never wrote. And you want me to find it? Yes. A book that James Joyce never wrote? Yes. Lucifer's Widow? Yes. A book he never wrote, not written by someone else, not written in the style of James Joyce. You want me to find a book that James Joyce never wrote? Impossible. It doesn't exist. Well, I never said it would be easy. 
How am I supposed to find it? There is a limit to my patience, Drake. And I appreciate the questions you have answered. It's not like you to field so many. You must be off your feet. Or the task is especially hard. I would say invigorating. Invigorating, absurd, impossible. What's the difference? Life and death, that's the difference. Would you rather spend your whole life saying everything is impossible, or would you rather just go out and do it? We're talking about a book that doesn't exist. Seize the day just doesn't have quite the right ring to it. Why do you want it anyway? She just looked at me, leaning over the pool table, not saying anything. Her next shot lined up, waiting. Del Morgan looked at me as if I had just asked if sunrise was in the warning. Right, stupid question. I never did get a shot at the table. She just sank all the balls, one by one by one. Never said another word. And that was it. Game over. Just like that, I had to find a book that didn't exist. Fuck. This audio recording of The Fearful Pagidian, Pin the Tail on the Donkey, is copyright 2010 by Keith T. Jones. All rights reserved.